You're listening to KRNL Talks. This episode is brought to you by Pops Resale. Located on Leestown Road, Pops is Lexington's one-stop shop for used and new vinyl records, vintage clothing, old-school video games, and any other retro items you could ever want. You can find them at Pops Resale on Instagram and on PopsResale.com. Make sure to stop by ASAP and tell them KRNL Talks sent you. Now on to the episode. Welcome to the first episode of KRNL Talks. This is a fashion podcast. I'm Deuce speaking, and I've got my two co-hosts with me. Ben, right here on the left. And Shandy. You guys heard a little bit from them in the introduction episode. Today we're going to get a little deeper dive into them so you guys can know who's talking. We're going to be starting every pod with... um, relevant campus news and events going on throughout the campus so coming up this weekend that we are shooting and when the episode will be releasing we've got Kentucky women's volleyball team playing Pittsburgh it's a double header first game is in Lexington second game is in Pittsburgh big matchup we've got the men's soccer team which just came in ranked at number two they'll be playing Wisconsin Friday night um, first Catterday this weekend. Hope everybody goes out and has fun. Be safe. Um, excited for football season. Next week we've got a big soccer game on Tuesday. It's going to be Kentucky versus Louisville. Louisville's coming in top 15 ranked too as well. Um, yeah, any more um, events that you guys know of? I don't. I don't. Okay. Besides okay. like the UKSAB ones. Okay. I think they have the street festival. Oh, yeah. It's like Labor Stay. Labor Stay Street okay. Festival. When Just is that? Labor Stay might be on Labor Day. Okay. Um, I know the Street Festival is on Saturday okay. from 2 to 5. Smooth. And then they have their mainstay stuff a plush. Okay. Well, if you guys are hearing this episode after that. Oh, well. It sucks. But make sure you guys tune into them, see what other events they got going on. And, um,. Yeah, so now we're going to jump into a little icebreaker segment. So I'm going to start off by everybody giving what they had for lunch today. I guess I'll go. Um, I just had Chipotle, and I'm dissatisfied. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like every time I go to Chipotle, they never, like, fulfill the requirement. They never have everything. It's Uh never fast. You can never get everything you want. But um, what really made me mad was the avocado and my guacamole was still whole <laughs> yeah it doesn't sound too appealing no uh me i didn't have anything for lunch okay yeah okay. i had some water trooper some some tazo tea mm-hmm. from target okay that's about it a diet yeah smooth i had a little panda express today it was it was all right but yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't the best but you know do what we can. I feel like the best meals are the meals that I prepare myself. There you mm-hmm. go. Always. Um, what classes did you guys have today? Ooh, I started off with econ. Okay. Um, big lecture hall, sitting on the balcony. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, had a kahoot. Haven't done kahoot years, probably since middle high school. Um, after that, a communications class. Yeah. That was it. Okay. I didn't really do anything in that class. Smooth day. Yeah, I had a brand management class, which we stayed in for 30 minutes. Smooth. In and um, out. Right. And then I had the um, 
I don't even know what to call that class. Man. I was about to say, yeah, she. Um, <laughs> we had a name for the class, and she was like, this really isn't the name. I think it's Brand Strategic Analysis, maybe. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's a fashion class. Yeah, pretty cool class. That um, brand management class, that's a really neat class. I took that last year, and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I um, actually did like a whole um I kind of drafted like a store design and um yeah it's very beneficial if you really want to have your own brand or want to work for a brand mm-hmm. it gives you kind of a little, little insight of everything that's going on so that was a very beneficial class to me I just, it's more of like you get to work on stuff that you want to work on versus like working on what the teacher yeah. wants you to work on so okay that sounds fun yeah pretty neat class you get more work done that way I feel like if it's something that you're interested in you'll be more like entailed to do the work for sure that's that's one thing that i can i can agree with because i feel like i was way more motivated because i knew that like what i'm doing right now can actually like benefit me slash like i'm actually working towards my goals versus just like getting my school work done exactly. feel like you're knocking two birds out with one stone you got you, you you set your goals your personal goals your whatever career goals that you're doing you're also getting the A in the class that you need. Exactly. To pass. So academically, personally, it's all just meshing in each other. Exactly. I, I 100% agree with that. Okay, so let's do a little deeper dive into everyone. I know everyone in the in the um, introduction pod, we said where we were from. You guys gave your majors and your minors. Other than that, I think today that we can kind of explain, like, what brought you to the pod. You can also kind of, if you want to deeper dive into – you growing up, fashion for you. Well, like I said before, I'm Shannon Muldrow. I'm a senior at the University of Kentucky, uh, merchandising, apparel, and textiles major. Um, I kind of chose that major because I knew I just liked fashion. I never thought I'd be in a fashion, like, growing up. I just never saw, like, I think growing up as, like, little boys, you don't think, oh, I'm going to like fashion or be in a fashion just because that doesn't seem realistic. But as I was growing up, I saw people like Kanye, um, that really got my interest and then like Virgil and I was seeing more like black men in fashion. Um, so that kind of showed me that I could do it too. And then, so I kind of just went down a rabbit hole. Um, I knew I liked like clothes, but I didn't know if I liked fashion. Um, I was never like a self-proclaimed best dress, but people always told me I dressed well, which I, I mean, I just think it's, I put on simple clothes. I don't really <laughs> try to do too much. But um, sometimes simplicity is just key. It is. It is. Yeah, I learned that. But um, yeah, so like throughout middle school, high school, I really started coming um, more into my fashion sense. Um, I really started learning a lot more about like actual fashion, diving into fashion history, just watching hours and hours and hours and hours of YouTube videos, reading like Vogue magazine, um, and just learning all that I could and kind of soaking it up. Um, so once I realized I like fashion, I ended up applying to the merchandising apparel and textiles major because I was like, I don't know what I want to do, but I know I want to do something in fashion. Um, so did that, came to UK, ended up working with KRNL uh, magazine like my first semester. As soon as I got on campus, like the girl DM me like, somebody recommended you. And I'm like, I don't even know these people. And <laughs> people are already like, oh, he's best dressed on campus. I'm like, what? Um, but yeah, so did that. I got like an article written about me. Um, and then just continued to like model and work with the magazine. So I was familiar with the people. So that's what brought me to the podcast. Okay. Hey. Um, what got me into fashion? Um, honestly, for me, started back in middle school. Uh, started with basketball shoes. 
right? I agree. I think a lot of people started there. If yeah. it wasn't basketball shoes, it was just sneakers itself, mm-hmm. right? You start with sneakers, then from there, try to get a little matching shirt, try to get a little matching hat, you know, oh. try to match the outfit. Um, I had a terrible, terrible skinny jean phase. I did too. And it you know bad. what? It can yeah. work for some people. It can. Like it, it works still on works. it works on this man right here. I haven't worn a skinny jean in so long. You were sl- you, you were pretty slim, at least compared to me. Not anymore. When was the last time you saw me in a slim jean? Mm, last year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like having an athletic type build, it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't work at all. So getting into like fashion fashion just became a whole subconscious thing with me mentally like I didn't like how my body fit in certain clothes that were um, deemed as style or trendy, stuff like that. So then I just started buying into the baggy stuff, mm-hmm. right? And I think from there, I was just able to find my style. Not saying like, oh, all I wear is baggy clothes, but you know, from there I was actually figuring out new silhouettes, new styles, the way stuff falls on your body, proportions, which I think is like the biggest thing in fashion, right? Knowing your own proportions. That's true. So I mean, all that is like what, got me into fashion shoes a little bit of body dysmorphia and then finding myself within the clothes that i like and then just working my way up from there and like now i just put stuff on like i just throw stuff on in the morning and i guess it's fashion you know people tell me i have a nice fit almost every single day but for me it's just clothes it's just stuff that i'm comfortable in and just makes me happy. You got to know exactly what you want to wear. You got to know ex- your exact fashion. And they'll think like, man, he dresses nice. And they think that I they can't get that. to I that like level. Some but people it's like, think you just got to try stuff. You got to exactly. see what you don't like. What you just got to experiment. I mean, I think that's what the it's a big thing of fashion is, is just experimenting. That is true. Because if you just stick to one thing that you wore in middle school that your mom picked out for you every single morning, and that's what you stick with every day, you're not going to find yourself in fashion. That is true. Yeah, and I think it's like a common misconception that like certain people like, know what they're doing because like even me when it comes to me people always compliment me on my style but i'm like i don't know what my style is yeah i'm sure people compliment ben every day i've seen ben's style change over the last couple months exactly it's changing always like my a good friend of mine just lit up on my dms posted a picture on instagram um and then she was like you always have the nicest fits and like she was like i wish i could have your personal style or find my personal style I'm like, I don't even know my personal style, (laughs) to be honest with you. 90% of the time, I don't even like the outfit I'm wearing, if I'm being honest. Probably one or two days out of the week, I'm fully content. And I'm like, this is a Ben outfit. This is an outfit that I'm happy and proud to wear that represents me. And the other times, it's just like, I'm throwing something on because, you know, I need to get to class, I need to get out the door. But I'm not 100% comfortable in it. Like, it's all just evolving every single day. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like your fashion story, like, never stops. It's exactly. Like it's, they're always putting pieces to it. And, like, some people think, like, it just takes a few things and then you figure it all out. But it's no. not. It's, like, everybody that is, like, truly trying to find their fashion and their style is always adding to it, taking away from it, kind of exactly. just, like, mixing and meshing things together. Mm-hmm. You just got to find what works for yourself. You know, it might be the trendy things for some people. For some other people, it might be just, like, the staples. You know, everybody has their own sense of fashion everybody's body is different which goes back to proportions and how things fit so you're not going to have the same style as the next person or the person before you everything's just subjective to yourself and your opinion that is true yeah and speaking of it being subjective like i 
part of my like fashion journey is growing up and realizing that like I can't really critique everybody's outfit because some people simply don't care yeah. about fashion. Like some people walk out of the house, everybody doesn't look in the mirror ten times before they leave and say, "Oh, what shoes? What bag? What what hair am I going to wear?" People don't think about that. Some people are literally just wearing clothes to wear clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true. It, it takes a strong person to like realize that because some people just look at and be like, "What are they wearing?" But you really got to understand like yeah. they're living a different life. They're not as up to date with st- like they care about other stuff more than some people care about yeah. fashion it's yeah. just like like i'll see the same dude like i'll see the same group of dudes right and they're air max 270s right mm-hmm. beat up some white nike socks their little aftco fishing shorts mm-hmm. and a polo and that's what they just wear every day yeah but we have to realize that not everyone's in our little world that we're in not everyone's consumed in fashion right so people just buy stuff that they either grew up wearing or that they just found comfortability in, and that's what they're just going to wear. And not everyone revolves around fashion. That is true. And I think the people that don't, like, they shouldn't be afraid. Even with people that revolve around fashion, you shouldn't be afraid to talk to other people that are just wearing stuff that you deem as basic because nine times out of ten, you guys have more things in common than you know. Mm -hmm. Like, fashion is just one of the many things that describes a person, and it's like... You never know what you could learn about them or what you could just learn about yourself by just having a good conversation with them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fashion doesn't define who you are as a person. Do you guys think that your fashion has changed a lot since you've been at the University of Kentucky? Most definitely. definitely. Okay. Like he just said a couple minutes ago, he's seen how my stuff has changed. Oh. Like, if you could see me freshman year, um, I really, like, toned it down a lot. I mean, I never did too much when it came to fashion, but, like, let me paint the picture. My first day of school picture freshman year the outfit was jordan ones the teal ones what are they called oh were uh, they the i know which ones you are the suede ones that you still have yeah yeah teal i can't think of what they're, i know what they're called i just can't think of it right now those ones i switched the laces one lace was the teal lace one lace was the purple lace. he thought he was doing something there he was a <laughs> hype beast white nike socks purple shorts and then I had on a belly graphic tee, black tee with, like, purple in it and a black hat. And it was just so – I don't even know what was what I was going through, but, like, I would never wear that today. Mm-hmm. For me to even wear a graphic tee, if I, just so y'all know, if I wear a graphic tee, that is a throw on and go. That is, like, easy kill, I'm leaving the house, I'm just going to throw on a graphic tee. Um, but like now I'm much more simple. I pay much more attention to quality. Like I'd much rather buy an expensive piece that I'm going to keep and wear over and over than just buy a whole bunch of cheap t-shirts or cheap shorts or pants. Um, and like literally now it's hard for me to wear a color. Like I'm always in black, white, neutrals. Mm -hmm. I might wear a color here and there, but like I'm very much less is more now. I'd say about the same, uh, I mean, I guess since we're doing it, my first day of school, um, fit for here, I think I had on some 550s, you know, that that's what was popping about a year, year and a half ago, um, some mesh basketball shorts that are now used for the gym, <laughs> it's the only place they belong in, yep. uh, I had a Supreme t-shirt, uh, 2017, fall, winter, what was it, Madonna tee? Okay. Yeah. Um, I still have the t-shirt, I still wear it here and there. Um, it's not really a staple. It's not something that I'd actually put on for a fit and take a fit pick in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a maroon fitted. So um, tried keeping it pretty low key, but I going back to what he said, I wouldn't wear it right now. Yeah. And going off what he said too, like a lot of the stuff 
is just quality for me. That's why I love vintage too. Mm-hmm. Like m- the majority of my closet right now is vintage. You just can't go wrong with you a can. good pair of Levi's, you know, stuff that's standing the test of time mm-hmm. that's still wearable from 80s and 90s or even before like 60s, 70s to right now that you can still wear. The quality is unmatched. That is true. So it looks good, feels good. Exactly. Literally all my best pieces. That's why I cannot wait for fall and winter because all of my best pieces are my dad's from the 90s. Like all the best coats. Um, I have it's all his coats. It's like Nautica, Perry Ellis, Calvin Klein, all his coats. We've got like a few Kentucky vintage shirts that I'll wear on campus, and um, sometimes I'll wear them when I know that I'm going to be around a lot of people because I like when I hear what people say. Because every time I wear this one shirt, it's like a Kentucky graphic with um, it's got like some Converse on it, and I got it from my dad and uncle's old house. Like I went there probably like a year and a half ago, and just went through random stuff. Found this old Georgetown tee, found a few Kentucky shirts, mm-hmm. Atlanta shirt, and every time I wear it, people be like, "Where'd you get that at?" Like. Where, where can I get that at? And I'm just like, hey, it's it's a vintage shirt. I just I found it by just looking for it. And it's like you'll find some of the best pieces that are vintage versus you going online and just seeing a cool-looking shirt. Like, And I think one of the cool parts about vintage is that obviously it's not one of one, mm-hmm. but you're not going to see the same shirt twice exactly for the most part Mm -hmm. everything's you know it's been donated it's been either thrown away a lot of the shirts got thrashed back from the 80s and 90s so when you have a vintage piece it feels one of one it's something special because the next person doesn't have that Mm -hmm. especially when you're mixing with like some vintage bottoms it's like this whole fit cannot really be like you can't go on sheen right now yeah you can't redo this fit exactly yeah somebody can ask you where'd you get that from you're like oh well my bad, I can't give it to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like I, I don't want to tell you, but it's I just like you, you can't no get lean. it. Yeah. Did you guys have a good summer? Decent summer. I had a great summer. Yeah. Busy. Very busy. He was busy. I was. Uh, I seen. I seen you working a lot. I did. I worked. Um, so my internship was um, with Brown Foreman, which is an alcohol company, and I worked um, on the Jack Daniels brand specifically under the brand manager. So I was a marketing intern, um, just kind of like doing pieces of projects they would give me but I kind of got a holistic you know sense of the brand and like what brand managers do every day um so that was really fun I got to work on a um like create the strategy for a campaign um that I'm actually implementing now I'm still working with them um so it's just really fun to see like I really wanted to um work for a fashion brand but I ended up doing that and didn't think I would like it but I actually ended up loving it um so just interesting to see how I ended up loving that, and um, I think I just like branding for any kind of premium brands, and that's pretty much what I want to do. Okay. That's neat. He said premium. If you're not premium, don't hit him up. Premium. I can't do the cheap <laughs> brands. Can't do the cheap brands. Uh, what I about you, Ben? I had a smooth summer. I mean, I didn't really do much. Traveled out of state here and there. Um, honestly, a highlight for me was I'm a big Dodgers fan, so went to go see the Red Series when the Dodgers played. Okay. Unfortunately, the Dodgers lost the first two games. Um, but Clayton Kershaw came back and redeemed us the third game. He's a beast. Yes, he sure is. He's a different animal. Um, I went to Tennessee for about a week. Went to Ohio for about a week. Wasn't really doing much. Got a fitted from each place just because usually when I stop by, I always go to a Lids or whatever fitted okay. store they have there. The king of fitteds. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Try to stay humble about that. <laughs> but, yeah. I do take pride in that collection. Yes, sir. It's, it's a dope collection. Every time I see you, it's something different, and it's something with a flair. Thank you. Thank oh. you. 
My summer was pretty smooth. I did my internship, which I worked at a boutique in back where I'm from, Mount Sterling. I helped my cousin. Kind of wanted to figure out. I went on a trip last year to Atlanta, and we went to the um, like the apparel mart, and there was a bunch of women's boutiques that were either wholesalers that were selling to boutiques or there's boutiques there like selling stuff and when we went me and a few guys that actually signed up for the trip out of like 20 people it's probably like four guys that was the mat trip right? yeah back in april uh-huh and it was fun it wasn't like when we got there the um, dr wesley was talking about how like you could shop but when we got there it wasn't really nothing for us to buy but it was a neat experience to see like all the different wholesalers and the stuff that they're actually like selling to these boutiques and it was it was neat to see and then going into the internship with my cousin I kind of could give her some insight on what I think would pop what I think is getting popular what will look good in the fall so it was neat to see that and then kind of like iterated into her her whole design and her store but um my internship was good. I kind of liked it because I wanted to figure out if I wanted to have like a storefront when I do kind of like pursue my store or strictly online at first. And I kind of realized like really just depends on where you want to put the store mm-hmm. versus yeah, key. It, it is key because like she's in a small town. She gets good foot traffic for being in a small town, but it's like it's not compared to being in a big city or just being somewhere where fashion is bigger. Yeah. So it all, it really depends on the location and the target market in that location, and it was kind of cool to actually see that firsthand. But um, on top of that, traveled a little bit, went to California. That was a that was a vibe. Went with the fam, and um, yeah, just been working. Had a few classes, trying to catch up on school. But um, yeah, pretty good summer. You guys got any goals for this year? Goals. Get a full-time job. That I like is what that. we are currently working on. Full-time I like that. jobs. I'm trying to just stay on my grind with school. Yep. Trying to uh, just eliminate distractions. President's list is the big goal for okay. both semesters this year. Studious. I like that. Yeah. I like that. You guys got any goals for the podcast? Podcast. Um, Make it bigger, better every episode. Yeah, I just huh. want to make sure that people are interested tuned in that we're telling our stories giving relevant fashion news and we want to make sure we're engaging with our audience and some authentic substance i like I think that. that goes a long way it does and speaking on relevant news we were um we were texting about the uh, tremaine emory tremaine emory he has uh as of last week news broke out that he left supreme mm-hmm. although um it was just rumors nobody knew for sure he himself hadn't put out a statement until either last night or this morning. Um, let me pull up the article. He said that it was due to systemic racism, oh. um, not only against himself but other collaborators. Here's a statement from Dazed. Emery claims that systemic racism was built into the structure of Supreme, adding that senior management showed an inability to communicate or offer full visibility regarding the cancellation of long-awaited collaboration with the artist Arthur Jaffa. He states in his resignation letter that this caused a great amount of distress as well as the belief that systematic racism was at play within the structure of Supreme. Supreme itself denies that the collaboration was canceled. Do you guys know who Arthur um, Jafar is? I have not heard of him until just reading this article. Okay, same. And I looked into some of his work, and he's got some really he's neat got work. Some he's neat work. Cine- he's a cinematographer, and mm-hmm. um, watched one of his videos, which is "Love is the Message, the Message is Death." And it's a really, really good video. It 
throws you through so many emotions because you're just watching it and it's like you'll be happy one moment you'll be sad then you'll just be it's just all over the place like I really couldn't control myself but um I think it was neat to see him working with Supreme because as we know Trey Man is also the founder of Denim Tears Tears. so it was neat to see him working with them when I feel like him working with Denim Tears could have just been just as good and probably even better so it was neat seeing that me personally, I think he gave Supreme some of the best season and a half, two seasons that they've had in For a sure. long time. For sure. And I think that it, some of this, like, pulls down to Supreme being bought. And I think that plays a big role into, like, the con- like how you're saying, like, conversations and just, like, communication is not there. I feel like that plays a big role because when companies are bought out by bigger companies, it's like everyone's not talking as much as they used to. Certain people are not with the company anymore takes away from the communal aspect that the company was supposedly built upon exactly right so for example supreme it was supposed to be a skateboarding company right so it was just skaters for skaters by skaters mm-hmm. not really because the founder of supreme was not he couldn't even do a kickflip yeah. <laughs> um forgot his name but yeah but you know that was their community supreme you know they trusted that skaters were going to wear their stuff. That's how they were blowing up. And they were. Then the hype beast took it. And even then, the hype beast had their moment in the 2015 to 2018, mm-hmm. 2019 era, right? So I, I don't like Supreme now. <laughs> <laughs> they had their moment. And even then, it was still, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of it was mainstream. But, like, there was still talks amongst, you know, all the collaborators that were going on. It was still pretty niche. Mm-hmm. Once Vanity Fair bought it out. It just became a corporate business. Make clothes, produce clothes, sell clothes, and that's it. That's like the same thing we see with Bape now. Yep. After like, Nego left, yeah. Bape went downhill. Yeah. It's just let's produce and let's keep trying to sell because we know this stuff is sold in the past. Somebody that's truly looking at the brand for what the brand is can notice, like, they're just doing this for money now. They're mm-hmm. not doing mm-hmm. this because— It's all a money grab. Yeah, it's not because the creative director has full control over everything that's going out. It's just like— he has control over the vision, but after that, it's like, let's produce all this stuff and let's just push it towards people. Yeah. Which, I mean, you see it with a lot of brands, and then when you really look into the brands, you see that the creative directors have their own brands that are just as... Just as good. Just Quality's as good, just yes. as good, you know. But it's sad to see that all these corporate businesses are just pushing all these creatives away mm-hmm. because I, I personally think that this is a big loss for Supreme. Yes. I don't follow Supreme anymore. But, you know, Tremaine Every, like I mentioned before, I think gave them the best seasons that they've had in a long time. Yes. And I was, I really don't follow Supreme anymore either. But, like, when researching on this, I was looking back at the fall and winter collection that they just dropped in. They got some amazing pieces in there. And you can tell that he had the full control over the you vision can tell of the pieces. That it's Tremaine. Yes. Like, some insane pieces. And I'm just like, how can they, if you're the, if you're the owner of a company, how can you, not give your all to your creative director when you see what he's putting out and you see that it's so unique compared to what other brands are doing today. Mm-hmm. And especially for a brand that has been declining in sales. Yeah. So it's it's kind of insane. So we'll see where Supremo goes. Supreme goes from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know too much about Supreme, so I'm not going to speak too much. <laughs> he stayed quiet this conversation. I have no clue what Supreme has going on over there. Something else I'd seen. Have y'all seen um, Jay Balvin's Jordan 3 that's about to come out? The black colorway? Yeah. The black colorway is just um, spotted a couple of days ago. Forgot who he was with. Um, I, I love an all-black shoe. 
but for some reason I think the white colorway is just better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the white colorways. The white clean. colorway with the sunset on the back. I think it just meshes better than the black. Well, I think it's a it's a neat it's a neat design, but I'm just I'm not really. I used to love sneakers. Yeah. Big sneaker head. Now it's kind of like. I've just seen so many colorways. I've seen so many retros. Everything's just gotten washed out. Yeah. Like, nothing is like, oh, my God, I got to have that. Exactly. No. Actually, that's a lot because I do want, I'm sorry, I do want them um, Asics. Which ones? The Joe Kayano 14s. Okay. I have a pair of those. That everybody wants. But those it's like, plain. it's more so, it's like, it's a staple I can wear every day. Now, oh, my God, this is yeah. a grill. I got to have it. It's like, not a chunky donkey. All the yeah. grills that I want that I don't have are still shoes that came out when I was in, like, middle school or just yeah. vintage retros. Like, there's nothing that has come out in these last couple of years. It's like, oh my God, I gotta have it. Yeah. I need it as, as part of my collection. I also just don't follow sneakers as much. I don't. Um, I have, you know, a decent sized collection of footwear. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a sneaker collection. Um, As of lately, I've just getting more into boots, you know, stuff that's gonna stand the test of time. As you dive deeper into fashion, you start to not really care what other people think about what you're wearing. So, you know, I start going for more comfort. Yeah. I got a couple pairs of Asics. I got a pair of uh, Kiko Kastadinov uh, Joe 1130s. I got a pair of Joe Kano 14s. And my last purchase was actually a pair of Hoka's. Out of the hiking line is the Anacapa Mids. Just yeah. Gore-Tex. Got the Vibram Soul. So, you know, stuff that's going to last long, the stuff that's durable and stuff that's comfortable. That's yeah. really yeah. what I'm... You just kind of find your staples and stick with them. Like me, I'm, if I buy a shoe, I'm going to wear it. And I'm going to wear it into the ground. So my go-to, I don't care. Like I'm wearing my Yeezys. I'm sticking with my Yeezys. Like that was that was literally, that was my aesthetic. Was Yeezy. You could look at me and be like, oh, he's a Yeezy boy. But yeah, like Yeezy was my aesthetic. I have all my Yeezys. I still wear. I pretty much only wear like one pair, but that's the pair I wear religiously. That's my beater shoes. Um, I have my Rick Owens. Those are like my beater shoes, which I need to take to get just restored because. They're horrible now. But, like, I'm going to wear them into the ground. They're black. They go with everything. I'm going to wear them. And shoes, for real, look better when you do wear them. Exactly. exactly. I wear I, my I'm shoes. I'm not a fan of just buying stuff to keep it on ice. No. Wear your shoes. Yeah. That's what they're for. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to buy a lot of shoes and kind of keep some on ice. But for the most part, the ones that I was keeping on ice was because I had a plan of selling them. Yeah. And I knew that the, the resale value was going to go up. But, like. It's an investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now that, and even like back then was when I was buying shoes and knowing my foot was going to grow a little bit more. Yeah. So it was like, okay, you can wear these now, you can beat them up, but you know that you won't be fitting them in a year. So mm-hmm. you can save them too in a year versus yeah. now everything that I buy, I'm going to fit for, exactly. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm going to fit it forever. And I just wear them to the ground because they just look so much better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's now like getting older. I just start thinking like when people buy Shein and like, I don't care because I mean, I wear fast fashion too. Like. I do a little Zara. I don't care because I don't consume that much. But, like, I start to think, I what am I going to pass down to my kids? Like, imagine your kids get older and they're like, hey, mom, hey, dad, let us let me go through your clothes, like, blah, 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 blah. Or they find the back of your clothes and it's like, oh, I have this vintage Shein shirt. Like, who wants that? That's <laughs> yeah. not cool. Like, yeah. I mean, everybody doesn't value that. But I want my kids to be like, Oh, my dad got this cool ALD jacket or this cool like Balenciaga pair of jeans. Like that, I want my kids to have stuff like that. Some archive stuff. Yeah, some yeah. pieces for real. Exactly. Agree with that. Quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. For real. Coming up next week, we've got uh, we've got New York Fashion Week. 
Yes, I'm very yes. excited. I'm excited about that. Yeah, so that'll be something that we can recap on after it That'll happens. be a nice recap topic. What I'd seen was first day Himalang and um, Ralph Lauren's coming back for a runway. So okay. that'll be super cool to see. Ralph Lauren, I always like to see just because he's classic. Um, I want to see Kate. I love like muted, quiet luxury kind of brands. That's uh-huh. really like my vibe, even though I dress nothing like that. <laughs> um, I want to see Who Decides War is going to be a good one. For sure. Definitely want to see Laquan Smith. I love Laquan Smith just like as a person and designer. Cause? I don't know, Cause did runway shows. COS Cause? Cause, like the. Oh, the artist Cause. K A W S? No, COS. Oh, COS. Oh. Aren't they like fast fashion? I, I thought they were. Yeah. Um, it's like an ASOS type brand. Yeah, we'll revisit that when we um. see. Yeah, I'm looking at the schedule too. It's not really anything that really There's a Theo video. gets my attention. They're doing a digital release though. But they're pretty good. I like them too. Yeah, it's not actually not a lot of not a lot of big brands. Not a lot of brands. Yeah, that's what I seen when I was looking. I was like, not that, too many. That'll be actually pretty interesting to go back over, see um what new brands have emerged. Yeah, I need styles. to just start looking at brands I'm not familiar with. Just yeah. looking down Vogue runway and just seeing like brands i don't know same that's what i was trying to do earlier just kind of looking at some stuff that i haven't heard of because i mean that's when you start finding stuff that you really like mm-hmm. and you find a new new favorite brand but i'm really excited to see the who decides war yeah mm-hmm. i think ev will have some crazy stuff come out he's been posting his i guess kind of teasers for the runway and um it's funny because he'll like post a he'll post a picture and then he's just marking over everything like ah oh, you guys can't see this yet yeah. <laughs> so i think that'll be neat This is the end of KRNL Talks, the fashion podcast. Thank you all for listening to episode one. Thank you. See y'all later. I guess talk to y'all later. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Pops Resale. Located on Leestown Road, Pops is Lexington's one-stop shop for used and new vinyl records, vintage clothing, old-school video games, and any other retro items you could ever want. You can find them at Pops Resale on Instagram and on popsresale.com. Make sure to stop by ASAP and tell them KRNL Talks sent you.